And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, it's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and I have brought John back onto the show. Now let's let's give up. Let's give it up for John. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Okay, he's been back here a couple times, and he keeps coming back. I keep wondering why he keeps coming back, but here's why he keeps coming back: because he has a story to tell. He has a great story to tell. As a matter of fact, my friend John has been around this planet for a couple of days. He's been there, done that, got the T-shirts. Um, he did all the things that he was told to do as a young man. Yeah, you heard me correctly. He did all the things that he was told to do, like go to school, get good grades. He did that. He got into a good college. He went to Texas A&M. Yeah, give it up for the Aggies. And I will tell you this, he landed probably one of the highest paying jobs in the United States that has nothing to do with being a doctor or a dentist. Yeah, he became what's called a petroleum engineer. And if, if you've listened to the show, you know that last week I, was, I did a show where I was talking about the highest paid salaries in America. And of course, all, all the surgeons and stuff, all the medical professionals, they came up number one. And then right up close to them, right behind them, at number two, were all the dentists, all the people that work on your mouth, right? And then number three... I was expecting another medical care provider, maybe nurse practitioner or something like that. No. What do I see? Engineers. What kind of engineers do I see? Petroleum engineers. What kind of engineer is John? He's a petroleum engineer. And here's the thing. John has lived through not one, not two, but three cycles where oil prices fell. And what that meant to John was an impending layoff. John has been through three crashes in his own life as a petroleum engineer because he was doing everything that everybody told him to do. Go to school, get good grades, get a good job. He did that, yada, yada, yada. But all of that education, all of that getting the right job could not insulate him from a layoff. And every time he got laid off, he felt the financial impact of being laid off. Now think about it. If you've never been laid off, you don't know how terrible it is, but if you've been laid off, you know exactly what I'm going to tell you. All of a sudden, your income, it stops. It stops, and, but, but your expenses, they keep going. They don't stop. The income stops. The expenses don't stop. You find yourself in a rock, between a rock and a hard place financially, and the challenge is, do you have any money in reserves to live off of while you're scrambling to find another job? Now, John's done that three times. And he got tired of it. He got sick of it. And he started to look for another way to achieve an income stream that had nothing to do with trading time for money. Now, he's got a brother. And his brother was talking to him about real estate investing. And that's where the story begins. Because at that point, John became what I like to classify him as a recovering petroleum engineer. You heard me correctly, a recovering petroleum engineer. At the point where he discovered real estate, he started weaning off of everything that everybody in his life told him to do, and he started doing something a little bit differently. 
And today, his results, well, they're just fantastic. They're just fantastic. So let me do this. Let me stop running my mouth and let's bring John onto the show so that you can hear from him his story. And then we're going to get into maybe why you shouldn't go get a job as a petroleum engineer. I don't know, John. Welcome to the show, by the way. Should we should we tell these people about why they shouldn't be a petroleum engineer? Or should we just say hello and welcome to the show, John? What, how do you want to start the show? <laughs> Whichever way you want to go, Al. As you know, I've done both. I enjoyed both. But uh, real estate investing is a whole lot more fun. So I, I got the backstory correct. I mean, I've, I've only asked your backstory like a half a million times. Did, did I get it correct this time? <laughs> Spot on, Al. It was my little brother that introduced me. He was a member of Lifestyles down in the Houston office. So what was going on in your life when your brother finally put some common sense into your mind and said, do this real estate thing? What was going on? Well, you know, I looked at it as kind of a diversification at first. I didn't look at it as a retirement thing. You know, you've got some cash for whatever happens. you got a whole bunch in the stock market. And I looked at it as kind of the third leg of a three-legged stool initially. Um, you know, it took a while for the education to sink in and allow me to see that I could, I thought I couldn't replace an income as big as I had. That was the problem, psychologically. Yeah, because you control, you, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, John, but, but was I correct? You petroleum engineers, you made gobs of money, right? We sure did. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I wanted to make sure I was getting the facts correct because I didn't want to set the stage and tell people something that was false. I, I truly believe that you used to make tons of, way more money than I used to make as an Army officer. Would, would you care I, to elaborate on what the, the dollar amounts might have been? Uh, it, you know, I was, for probably 20 years of my career, I was in the low to mid six figures kind of compensation. Okay. As, as an Army officer, it took me something like, I don't know, 20-some-odd years to even get to the point where I was getting close to six figures. So I'm thinking you probably started off in six figures, and it just went from there? It absolutely did. It, you know, the Lord looks out for fools and Aggies, so I'm double-covered. <laughs> true statement. True statement, my friend. Okay, so we've established that you went to school, you got the job, you got the degrees— you, you did everything you were supposed to do. You, you, you're making good money. So why is it you just couldn't retire yourself uh, off of all that money you were making? Well, I mean, I could have. You know, I've, I've always been a forward-looking person, Al. And looking forward, when I was simply a practicing engineer, we developed a really nice net worth by anybody's standards. What you may not know is that John, well, he, he killed a career. He did. He destroyed a career as a petroleum engineer, and he did it on purpose. Now, if you're just joining me, this, this sounds like this is going to be a really, really bad show, and you might want to turn it off, but that's not the case. Killing his career was probably the best thing that John could have done for himself. John, you want to elaborate on why you killed your career? Well, it wasn't probably the best thing. It absolutely was the best thing. Um you know, like you said earlier, I've been laid off three times. This was another lower oil price environment. Highly compensated people were the first ones to go in that type of environment. I could have been looking at another another layoff and all that goes along with that psychologically. So now, Al, I have no alarm clock to wake up to. There's a, one friend of mine that's always posting sunrise pictures, and I tell him, you know, I see a lot more sunsets than I do sunrises since I retired. 
and our time is our own. It belongs to me and my wife, and it's just it's so restful and relaxing, Al. So let me take you back almost 10 years ago when you made the decision to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. What, what caused you to come into our world? Well, uh, my brother introduced me to Lifestyles, like you mentioned, and when I finally checked it out myself, I thought, you know, this all makes this all makes sense. I can't poke any holes in it. It's just simple arithmetic. It's not engineering calculus or anything like that. It's just following a a proven methodology, a map, if you will, and following in the footsteps of those that came before me. In addition to that, that I found the group to be an amazingly open and welcoming group to join. Um, People welcomed me like like we were next door neighbors in a lot of cases, and we they just like I do now. They all helped, encouraged, and taught me along the way back then, and that really built my confidence. You know, I could I could see that this was easy to do. It made sense. I just had to step up and take action, and it did not require a lot of time from a busy engineer to do that. So how did you do all this real estate investing? I mean, if you're already busy as a petroleum engineer working, what, probably 50, 60, 70 hours per week, how did you how did you find the extra 40 hours a week you probably need to do real estate? Well, truthfully, Al, I stole some of that from work. Um, I had been always been one of those that never took all my vacation, dedicated to the job and all that. But when I recognized the awesome power of this and saw how fun it was, I would take off every Friday, every you know Friday every month to go to multifamily road trip. I would go to case study in the evening. I would, I would go to all sorts of every event I could. I showed up live and in person because it was fun. I was meeting people that were fun to be with, and I was learning how to do this real estate investing successfully. So it, it just it attracted me like a boss to a light bulb. Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't sound like you're spending 40 hours a week doing real estate. What gives? No, that's true. I wasn't. (laughs) That's why passive investing in multifamily was so attractive to me, because I could invest alongside people that were more educated, smarter, and worked harder than I did, and enjoy the benefits of their effort. Um, So I knew I didn't have to work, put in near the, it's not another full-time job at all in my case. And, uh, but yet the economics of it worked so amazingly well. I've been retired for almost seven years now, living off of passive income, and our net worth continues to grow. Well, that's astounding to me. Hey, are you a member of the Deuces Club? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm a member of the Deuces Club, and people are listening to us, and they're going, what What are these guys throwing gang signs out? What What are they talking about, this Deuces Club? Tell tell, tell us, go ahead, tell the audience what the Deuces Club is all about. That means we retired in two years or less. <laughs> I think what it really means is we were so desperate to get it done, we had to get it done fast, or we probably thought we were going to fail at it, Correct. There you go, Al. That's true. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, my my story. The reason I got it done in two years was I was desperate because I had tasted retirement when I left the military, and I couldn't sustain it because there was not enough money coming in. I had a huge income problem, and I had to go back into the workforce. And man, when you taste something that you've been desiring for your entire life and have it stripped away from you, 
that is a terrible feeling. Now, I know you didn't go through that, but you went through those layoffs. Tell me what it was like going through those layoffs. You know, I remember one of them in particular. My son was very young at the time, and he looked at me one day and said, Dad, do you have a sick feeling in your tummy? I said, yeah, Michael, I sure do, but it's going to be all right, son. You know, I'd always always had some savings to fall back on because I knew that I was riding the oil price roller coaster. But it's it's just an awful feeling when you got to come home and tell your wife it been laid off again, you know, low oil price. And guess what? Low oil price laid off means there nobody's hiring engineers out there anyway. So it's a, it's a tough thing living off savings, watching watching your savings deplete until you can find another job. How long did it normally take you to find another job once you were let go? I was lucky. It, it took probably two to six months. And those for those layoffs, I you know generally had about six months worth of severance. But still, my son was right. It's a sick feeling in your tummy when you're spending down your savings. So I can't imagine... I can't imagine being in retirement and spending down your savings, hoping that it doesn't run out. That would be scary, Al. But you were on that game plan, weren't you? I mean, you were stuffing money into a 401k at one point in your life, were you not? Absolutely. Every every nickel I could. And why why were you doing that? Just to save up that big pile of money so one day I could retire and, and hope I didn't run out of money before I died. You know, that's... I just didn't know another way until lifestyles came along. So you just keep shoveling money into that kind of thing. And uh, that's all you can really do, shove as, shovel as much in it, in it as you can. Yeah, it's that, that herd mentality, that, that water cooler concept where you get all your investing advice from people that are stuck in mediocrity like you are, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a terrible way to go. And then, then you find Lifestyles Unlimited, and you find this, this crazy guy, Del Wamsley, who's the founder and CEO, and he's just got, a, he's, got a, he's got an attitude about himself, and his attitude is really an attitude of helping other people, people like you and me, because he's really trying to steer us in the right direction because he knows that the path that we're going down is doomed to fail. How does that make you feel having a guy like Dell on your team? Well, it's incredibly comforting. You know, he, he's been there, done that. He's got the experience. And, and that's, that's always a great thing when you can learn from someone with experience. And, and it, it makes sense. It's so much easier than being an engineer. And it works. There's, there's always going to be up and down cycles and everything, whether it's oil prices or, or real estate. There's always going to be ups and downs. But when you've got a multi-pronged way to get through those, you're going to be good. Yep, and we've got a way to get through just about any type of economic event like the one we're going through now. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the economy. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. A woman came up to me a couple years ago. She goes, you know, Dell, this retirement stuff's great and everything, but I got a problem. I go, what's that? She goes, I married my husband for good, bad, ugly for the rest of our life, better or worse, but not to have him at home with me every day. Get him out of here. Sound like a problem you'd want? 
Learn how to retire in five years or less. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. I'm joined with by John, and together we're working on your financial freedom. And on this segment of the show, what I'd like to do, John, is I'd like to get into a discussion of the economy. I would like to understand what you see through the lens of your eyes with regards to where real estate is at in relation to the rest of the economy and where you think it's going. Because I'll tell you, everything that I'm reading in the news is telling me that, you know, real estate's in a bad way. Real estate's in bad shape. What, what are your thoughts, my friend? Well, you know, I'm still living on passive income, right? And that's still working very well. As far as where we're going now, we've got these high, high interest rates, and certainly we're at or near the end of the Fed raising interest rates. Um, and 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 buyers and sellers are doing coming closer together on understanding that these higher interest rates means property values that are currently selling are going to sell for less money. What that's going to mean long term for us is a, a, a large number of really nice deals with better cash-on-cash cash rates of return than what we've seen for the last couple of years because appreciation has gotten so out of hand, so strong. So we're, we're going to be entering a good time. It's a good time to have, have capital available to deploy. It's going to be a good time to, to use our judgment to find deals that are going to carry us through the next decade of retirement too, Al. So while people are ripping their hair out thinking that, you know, we're in for doom and gloom, it sounds like your outlook is very optimistic, John. It absolutely is. You know, I'm not ripping my hair out. As you know, I don't have hair to rip out. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> need to make that follicle joke, but there it is. <laughs> yeah, this, this, you know, Al, I did well in the stock market, not because I was good at picking companies, but because I was good at picking quality companies and leaving it alone for a while. That's the key to, to real estate investing as well. Uh, quality deals operated by quality lead investors, and and own them for a while. Don't don't get don't get too happy about selling with a big capital gain. Um, you know, retired people like to have like to have uh, distributions going on those cash cows, right? Distributions are, are very wonderful things because that's how I stay retired, and I know that's how you stay retired. Is is you have all the money that comes in. Now, I'm assuming most of your money is now coming through ACH. It's not coming in the form of checks anymore. What's How are you getting your cash? Yeah, I don't think any of mine are actual checks anymore. Um, that's the, the, the problem comes in, you know, when you get your quarterly distributions. It's not always straightforward which distribution goes with which property. So you have to spend five minutes figuring that out, Al. That's kind of a heavy burden. Well, I guess I could spend five minutes to, you know, figure that burden out so that I can have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. I guess that's a good trade-off. It absolutely is. <laughs> so I've, I've got a question about your tax situation, John, and I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that as a real estate investor, you, you know, in, in the fact that you're making all this money, I'm concerned that your tax situation has is, is become 
oppressive. I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, you, you were probably paying a lot of taxes as a, as a petroleum engineer, but now that you're a real estate investor and you're making even more money because I know you've replaced your income, man, that, that tax burden has got to be kicking your butt. Can, can, you, can you tell us what it's really like? It is rainbows and gumdrops, Al. The, the, rainbows and gumdrops? What are you talking about? I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you exactly what our tax situation was for, for last year. Just finished that up not too long ago. Um, I, we had several property sales with fantastic capital gains, long-term capital gains. And I thought, you know, this, I better be prepared for, for Uncle Sam when my CPA does my return. But the reality is that that our capital gains and distributions added up to to low seven figures, and I paid income tax for the first time since I retired in January of 2017. I paid income tax at the rate of 1.6%. Wait a minute. Hold on. Slow down. Slow down, John. Are you sure you're not misreading that? You only paid a rate of 1.6%? That is correct, and that is. I was very happy when my CPA told me about that. So, do you got to pay the CPA extra money to get that low of a tax rate? I mean, is it like a, an extra bonus you got to pay him to get that that tax rate so low? <laughs> my CPA is uh, just as straight laced as most engineers are. He's following the tax code, and and you know the, the government subsidizes things that it needs that it can't do very well. And housing is one of those. And so the, the tax advantages of multifamily or single-family real estate investing uh, are, are tremendous. We're simply following the tax code. So how are, you, how are you getting over on Uncle Sam? I mean, what's in the tax code that you're taking advantage of? Depreciation. Um, the IRS considers that that these properties, residential properties, have a useful life of 27 and a half years. And so you get to, to write off, take a paper depreciation loss for depreciation at that rate over the period of time you own the property. There were some accelerations of depreciation put into the tax code a few years ago that are now being phased out that called accelerated depreciation, cost segregation, that allowed you to actually take a lot of upfront depreciation. Last year, though, I used up my tax loss carry forwards, and so that's how I had to pay a rate of one point six percent. Wow! So, so, so you finally got caught, huh? You find you. So, so, are you telling me, John, you haven't been paying taxes at all up until last year? So, last year, from two thousand seventeen to two thousand twenty-one. In spite of incredible capital gains and distributions, I didn't have to pay any income tax. In fact, I don't really understand the reasons why, but we get a little small refund from Uncle Sam every year. And how this is, this shocks me. I had to call my CPA when when we got direct deposits from the IRS a couple of years ago. He said, "John, you just got you just got stimulus checks because your taxable income is too low." <laughs> that oh that explains why I got a stimulus check. I, I was trying to figure out how how Tina and I got a stimulus check, and you just solved the the puzzle for me. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. 
Yeah, I had no idea what that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked when, when I got my stimulus check because I thought, you know, they, they must not be looking at my tax returns or whatever whatever they look at because I'm, I'm doing okay cash-wise. Give, give the money to some other American that's struggling, and, but they send it to me, and they send it to you too. And I know your net worth blows my net worth out of the water. Yeah, it, you know, Dale, I, we've all heard him say many times, continue investing in real estate and you may never pay income tax again. I fully understand that. I've lived that for the last seven years. It's incredible. So now that you've, you've actually tasted taxes again for the first time in I don't know how many years, are you worried that next year you're, you're going to get hammered? No, not at all, because I'm not having those sales with big, giant capital gains as much this year. So I am rebuilding my tax loss carry forwards, and, you know, I'll, I'll continue riding that off into the sunset. So you keep talking about these tax loss carryovers. What, what exactly does that mean? When you, when you have depreciation that you cannot use in a given year, it doesn't go away. It just carries forward. So uh, with, with accelerated depreciation and regular depreciation both, um, if you can't use it in a given year, it just gets carried forward until you can use it up. And the, the, the idea is to get as big a tax loss carry forward as you can get because it shields you from capital gains when you do have these big years of property sales. Like 2018 was a big year for me, paid no income tax. I'm going to ask you a question, John. I already know the answer to the question, but I want everybody in the audience to to hear the answer. So in your family, who's the boss? I'm not. My wife is. Okay. We've established it. All right. So, So who makes all the financial decisions in the family? I do, because she has a misplaced sense of confidence in my ability to do exactly that. She's just not interested in <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you cracked me up with that. She's just not, you were saying she's just not interested in the, in the real estate thing, or uh, what? She's not interested at all. Her big deal is quilting, and she's a wonderful quilter. I could not care less about how quilts are made, but I sleep under an Aggie quilt she made for me every night. I like the results of her quilting. She doesn't care about real estate investing, but she loves the results of it because I've been retired for almost seven years and, and we have a very, very comfortable lifestyle. So we each have our big interest and and uh, that's that's great for both of us. Man, I think I think it's just amazing that you've been able to create a lifestyle that, that you and Robin enjoy, that you're able to focus on the passions that each of you aspire towards. And also, I think it's beautiful then when you describe Robin to us is, is that you are able to provide her a lifestyle where she can focus on the things that she enjoys. She can focus on the quilting. She can focus on her family. She can focus on the lifestyle that she wants. And John, you're the guy that gave her all of the resources in order to do just that. Folks, if you want to do what John's doing, if you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going.
Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.